0: Oh, you know me, right? <laughs> Good morning. I hope after the snack, I do no cause dreams. One of those nights, I was sleeping, and I was dreaming that ants was biting my back. <laughs> I was scratching in the dream. When I wake up, you are not going to believe this. when I wake up. It was the heat pack. it was too hot. You, you imagine that thank, thank God, the heat pack is shut up automatically, and you know, one of those days, you was dreaming something like a nightmare. <laughs> but it's okay. when I woke up I said, oh God, it, was, it wasn't real. How beautiful is to know that when your name is called, Jesus Christ. Our intercessor will be present for you and for me. We can see on the screen Jesus Christ in the heavenly sanctuary. I hope that Bible study will edify your spiritual life in the life of the world of God. God ordered Moses to build a model of the heavenly heavenly sanctuary through him. He want to show us the plan of salvation, presented before the foundation of the world. As we study, we can understand the central rule that Jesus Christ plays and still plays in the various phases of the plan. The outer core of the desert sanctuary foreshadows the world of Jesus on this earth, Jesus Christ the eternal God took on human nature and presented himself once for all by the sacrifice of himself to remove sin. By the way, I'm going to use in English standard version. The sin offering, Luke chapter 24, verse 7. I'm going to ask, uh, David, please, can you read that for me? From verse 1 to 12 we find uh one of those discrepancies in the account of resurrection to which those who do not have what to believe give us so much importance in Mark chapter 16 verse 5 the messenger the messenger from the ga- the graves is a young man in a long, wide row, In Matthew chapter 28, verse 2, it is an angel of the Lord. In John chapter 20, verse 12, there are two angels. It is true that there are some difference in detail. But it is also true that what matters is very clear and always the same. The fat or the empty tomb. If I will suggest that all those stories we made are to present something that hadn't happened, it would have been seen or to agree all the details as well. The difference are a test of the honesty of the evangelists, and of the truth of. The resurrection. He has risen, just as he has promised when he was still in Galilee. Galilee, Galilee. Or had he not predicted that the Son of Man was to be delivered into hands of him, sinful men to be crucified and to rise again on the third day? He was willing to sacrifice his life to attain our redemption. We know that. He left the heavenly courts to be born as a man. He was born even knowing all that he was going to suffer out of his great love. He decided to go ahead with the work of redeeming the failing race. In John chapter 21, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, after the visit of what? Pharisee from Jerusalem. John looked up and saw Jesus coming toward to him. In the excitement and enthusiasm of the moment, he exclaimed, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. What did John have to mind, in mind? What did he have in mind when he pronounced that title, the Lamb of God? There are at least four figures who have contributed at least a part. The first figure is probably that John, John was thinking in the partial lamb. According to John chapter 2, verse 13, The Passover feast was quite close. The ancient Passover story says that it was the blood of a slain lamb that protected the homes of the Israelis, denied the field of Egypt. The blood of the partial lamb saved the firstborn Israelis from death of Egypt. And John may have been thinking. There you have only sacrifice that can free you your uh, from eternal death. In First Corinthians for, uh, chapter five, verse seven, Paul referred to Jesus as the Passover, please do There is a liberation that only Jesus Christ can win for us, the immolation of the Passover lamb was a type or image of the death of or our, Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. The second figure, John was the son of a priest, and he would know all the ritual the ritual or the temple of the sacrifice. John may have mean in the temple or land, land is offered every afternoon and morning, for the sins of the people. But in this, Jesus is the only sacrifice that can free the world of, from sin. The third figure there are two great figures of the lamp in the prophets Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 19. Bro, I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter in isaiah fifty three verse seven present us with the great prof- prophetic saying of the who was led to the slaughter like a lamb. It is disputable to the prophecy of isaiah fifty three later become one of the most precious announcements of Jesus' entire Old Testament for the church. The four figures there is for a scene that must have been very familiar to Jews, although very strong to us. There are wonderful treasures in this phrase, the Lamb of God. He have been almost observably in the Apocalypse 29. It has become one of the most precious titles of, of Christ in one world. It's so not the love, sacrifice, Suffering and triumph of Christ. Those lambs were images to type or type, pointing to the fact that God would, would one day provide a lamb that will actually take it away. The time has finally come, and John the Baptist triumphantly announced the arrival of one of the lambs, the true lamb of God. When he saw Jesus, Take away the sin of the world, he did not mean that for this reason the sin of all are forgiven. The death of Christ was sufficient value to pay for the sins of the world, the whole world. But only those sinners who receive the Lord Jesus as a Savior are forgiven. In Hebrew, Hebrew 7. Verse twenty six please. Christ's priesthood is superior to Aaron because of the personal access. He is a holy in front of God? He is innocent or without deception in his dealing with the man. It is our blessed blemish in his personal character. It is prepared to see from sinners in his life at the right hand of God. According to the verse uh, 27, unlike the Levitical priest, our high priest has no need every day, no offer sacrifice to, to offer sacrifice. He's, he did once and for all. And he has no need offered offer his own sin because it is absolutely sinless. While the sacrifice only remembers him sin, Year after year, Christ sacrificed, took away sin. In Hebrews 9:26, I'm sorry, yeah, chapter nine, verse 26. If Christ had made repeated offerings, these would have meant repeated suffering. Suffering, for his suffering was his own life. The priesthood of Jesus is permanent, based on a single and sufficient sacrifice to guarantee the forgiveness of every sinner who by faith approaches Jesus is the only one who has lived without sin in this world. his death is the only way by which we can attain forgiveness of sin now on Hebrews chapter 7 Verse 26, please, David. Because he lives forever, he can also completely save who uh, those who draw near to God through him. We generally understand this as reference to his work in ser- saving sinners from the penalty of sin. But it's really realized the writer is referring to the work of Christ in saving saints from the power of sin. sin. It is not so much about this rule of a, a, a salvation or a savior as it is about his rule, a high, high priest. According to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24, Jesus, our high priest, appears before God on our Jesus' It is difficult to understand why no one would want to leave real life and return to shadow. Why do no who want to leave the great high priest serving in the heavenly sanctuary to return to the priest of Israel serving in the symbolic? In First John chapter two, verse verse one, we have a heavenly lawyer. The Lord knows our nature. He remembers that he were dust. We are dust. And therefore, in his grave, he has prepared a provision for us in the event of failure. This is expressed in those words. If anyone thinks we had an avocado with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. A lawyer is one who goes to side for another person in time of need to help. This is presently that the Lord Jesus does for us when we, we commit a sin. We have to confess to him. Let us know that our our avocado, avocado is Jesus Christ, right? No, ah, avocado is a... Oh, Avocate, okay. okay. advocate. Okay. I had to switch. The Spanish is still one, the whole brain. And I remember that when a uh, professor... Uh, as professor in college say, Hey, you have a rock in your brain. You need to break out. You know, 20 something years speaking Spanish. So it's advocate. Jesus Christ, a righteousness. It is to have the affair advocate. When Satan brings an accusation against a believer, the Lord Jesus can point to his finished work on Calvary and say, Charge this. I don't say. Saturn coming into all Savior's brain. No. You don't have power. You're not that. In Romans chapter 8, verse 34, there's another challenge resounds. Is there anyone here to condense? That's what they say, right? Real please. So who's going to condense? No one. Because Christ is the one who died for the accused, has risen from the death and is now at the right of hand of God. What is he doing over there? Interceding. Interceding for him, for the accuser. If the Lord Jesus, to whom a judgment has been entrusted, does not pronounce sentence on the accused, but prays for him, he prays for us. There is one of the also who can have a, any valid reason to condemn him, the accuser. This is a great privilege. It is a great privilege for being part of the family of God. Now, when you offend God, committing sin, what do you have to do? Just confess to him. He knows what we have in the mind. He knows you and me before the foundation. So it's better you can, you know, trust him and confess all your sin to Jesus, to our Father in the name of Jesus. And he's going to forgive. In Hebrew chapter 9, verse 23, we have the work of Jesus in the most holy place, in a clear reference to Leviticus 16. What does Paul say in there, please? The rest of the chapter 9 compares and contrasts the two covenants. First, the figures, such as the early tabernacle, had not to be purified with the blood, or caves and ghosts, as has already been observed. This was a symbolic purification. It was a symbolic sanctification of a symbolic sanctuary. The heavenly sanctuary was the reality of which the early tent was a copy. And it had to be purified with better sacrifice than this. That is, with the sacrifice of, of Christ. It might seem surprising that heavenly places require purification. Perhaps the clue is found in Job chapter 15, verse 15, please. Even the heavens are not clean in his eyes. This is under, uh, undoubtable because Satan commits the first act of sin in heaven. Do you remember that story? What does he do? What does Satan did? The Lucifer. He was so proud. I am going to conclude with, in the heavenly sanctuary with Hebrews, verse, chapter 6, verse 20. So, Jesus has also passed into the sanctuary as our forerunner. He is present there, ensures that the final entry of all who belong to him is. Every believers on the earth on the earth is a of heaven as the saints are already there. The Christhood, priesthood of Jesus is permanent based on a single and sufficient sacrifice to guarantee the forgiveness of every sinner who by faith approach him. Jesus is the only one who has live without sin in this world. His death is the only way by which we can obtain forgiveness of sin. He is not dead. He is alive. He is still alive. Now, is Jesus living in you? If Jesus is living in you, be careful. Be careful what you're doing. If you don't live in your life in God, you're going to have a problem. So we, we have to think about it. We need to walk with Jesus. There's too much going on in this world. We only wait in time. Are you waiting for him? Prepare. Because he's, he don't come in a few seconds. Maybe the death you have to be. Let's pray. In close. Eternal Father, thank you for Jesus Christ who gave his life to save us. And for him, we have, because he died and you raised him, we have access to your throne of grace. Help us put your word into practice. In Christ we pray.